Welcome to the show, everybody. This is the Unknown Godcast. Today is Tuesday, January 7th, 2020. I'm Jeff. Hi, Jeff. I'm Missy. Welcome, everybody. We're glad you're with us. Welcome. So happy you're here. This is our devotional Bible reading. If you're a new listener, this is what we do here Monday through Thursday. We take a chapter of the New Testament. We read it out loud. I just kind of put the word of God out there, and then we share a few of our thoughts. Now, disclaimer, we are not pastors. Uh, We're not scholars. So... Please test anything we say first and foremost with an open Bible. This is a husband and wife opening up the scripture, putting it out there, and then just kind of wrestling through it. This is our uh, devotional time, if you will. We just kind of put mics on, record it, throw it out there with the goal of hopefully encouraging you, if it does, also um, to kind of get you to, to dive in a little bit deeper into your own study. So we hope that this, what we do here can open up a discussion and we can wrestle through these texts together. Yeah, so, and here we are in chapter 8, where Paul's still answering some letters, I think. Yep, still answering questions here. We've been working our way through 1 Corinthians, so Mm -hmm. today we are in chapter 8. If you want to read along word for word, we read out of the ESV version. So, why don't we get right into it? Without any further ado, here we go. Now concerning food offered to idols, we know that all of us possess knowledge. This knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. If anyone imagines that he knows something, he does not yet know as he ought to know. But if anyone loves God, he is known by God. Therefore, as to the eating of food offered to idols, we know that an idol has no real existence, and that there is no God but one. For although there may be so-called gods in heaven, or on earth, as indeed there are many gods and many lords. Yet for us there is one God, the Father, from whom are all things, and for whom we exist, and one Lord, Jesus Christ, through whom are all things, and through whom we exist. However, not all possess this knowledge, but some, through former association with idols, eat food as really offered to an idol, and their conscience, being weak, is defiled. Food will not commend us to God. We are no worse off if we do not eat it, and no better off if we do. But take care that this right of yours does not somehow become a stumbling block to the weak. For if anyone sees you who have knowledge eating in an idol's temple, will he not be encouraged, if his conscience is weak, to eat food offered to idols? And so by your knowledge this weak person is destroyed, the brother for whom Christ died, thus sinning against your brothers, and wounding their conscience when it is weak. You sin against Christ. Therefore, if food makes my brother stumble, I will never eat meat, lest I make my brother stumble. Okay, so a short 
chapter here in chapter eight, and I'm going to take my best stab at this to what I think Paul's saying. So it starts out again with now concerning food offered to idols. So again, he's answering another question that seems to be uh, uh, brought to him, and he's trying to answer that for them. Um, so he starts out with saying that we know all of us possess knowledge. This knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. If anyone imagines that he knows something, he does not yet know as he ought to know, but if anyone loves God, he is known by God. And then he talks about how, therefore, as to the eating of food offered to idols, um, we know that they have no real existence. And then he says that, okay, we know that there's no God but one, um, even though there's uh, many so-called gods and lords, especially in a pagan culture, you got to imagine there's idolatry everywhere. So maybe some some are saying that, well, it's okay to do this, it's okay to eat in temples that people are sacrificing this for, because we know that there's only one Lord and one God. Mm-hmm. We're not really eating it to sacrifice it to these these fake gods who don't actually have a real existence. And then I think what he's saying maybe is that not all people possess this knowledge. So there's, there's some among you, um, because of their former association, he says there in verse 7, eat the food as though it's really offered to an idol. So not everyone has that full knowledge of this, this one God, and if there's some brother in there that doesn't have this knowledge yet, you're not being loving to him by just eating that food in the temple, because they may be eating it in a sense that they're still offering it up to that idol. Does that make sense? Yeah, Am it I does. Making sense it, of it? it does. I, this was, it's, uh, I was like, oh, this is a short chapter. This would be easy. <laughs> but yeah. it really wasn't. So in the beginning, he's talking about how knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. So, and then this verse two is, it's really um, not odd sentence because he says, if anyone imagined that imagines that he knows something, he does not yet know as he ought to know. <laughs> so it's like, what? Your well, brain... to think that we have like full spiritual understanding yes, of everything. Maybe. Right. So, speaking to that arrogance, I think. And that's it. And that's it. I think that the knowledge addressed is addressed as, as a sin of arrogance. So I think that he's implying that behind the, Behind that knowledge, that behavior is pride and arrogance. Yeah, and I think I think you're right. So, in this case, he's talking about food being offered to idols in the context of pagan Corinth. Um, but I think that speaks to us on a on a deep level today. Mm-hmm. I know it does to me. Um, that knowledge puffs up, mm-hmm. but love builds up. It's so easy to um, have pride take over. When we're gaining more and more knowledge, right? right? It makes us yeah. makes us feel smart. It makes us feel better than. Um, it so easily can feed pride. Yeah. So so then and you're right. Yeah. And the knowledge here is that they know. The knowledge here is that they know that an idol has no existence. Right. They know, they know that. They know that. Mm-hmm. But not not everybody else knows that. Right. So if if you walk into that we don't really eat meat sacrificed to idols. So it's hard to, to trying to come up with a modern equivalent. Yeah. So, but just say that you're, you know, walking down the street and you're, let's go to the farmer's market. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. So like in Fort Pierce in the farmer's market and there's somebody selling meat that was sacrificed to an idol and say, Jeff is like, yeah, there's no, there's no idols. Like, and he just chomps a big turkey leg. 
but I'm going to enjoy this turkey. Yeah, and you were with a, a, a new believer, and the new believer's like, um, that, is it okay that to was do just that? sacrifice to an idol. <laughs> so anyway, that's my best attempt. That's to, good. Yeah, all I right. Like so, and anyway, so the new believer is like, that's bad. You shouldn't be doing that. And then it says, um, it says, in the very last. Um, verse it says therefore if food makes my brother stumble i will never eat meat lest i make my brother stumble right um thus and before that it says thus sinning against your brother and wounding their conscience when it is weak so um it's a sin against christ is what it says it's a sin against christ to be so arrogant and just wave your rights around right yeah it's better to deny yourself for love of your brother than it is to exercise your freedom to do something yeah. um, and make your brother stumble. That's a good way to put it. Well, in verse verse 8 says, um, food will not condemn us to God. We are no worse off if we do not eat and no better off if we do. So we know that. Uh, well, the, in this in this text, right. the Corinthian knows, Corinthian knows that. Mm-hmm. But there are weaker people who who may not know that. Right. Yeah, and I so. think that's I think that's what it comes down to. The attitude should be an attitude of love, not of um, arrogance. Right. Because again, it's it's it, even though we have the freedom to do something, we should deny ourselves if if what we are going to do is going to cause someone else to stumble. Right. So yeah. So how how does our knowledge? Um, of the effect of our decisions on another Christian impinge our cho- our choices, and and so this is weird because that doesn't really happen nowadays. So to put that in to something that might happen nowadays, maybe alcohol. Yeah, I mean, it may you know, not be meat sacrificed to idols, but there's certainly um, liberties that right. Christians have that we can people can stumble over. Alcohol is a big one. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a, yeah. I think it's a great modern example of you know, can we drink? Should we drink? Right. Um, there's differing opinions. And that's kind that. of different, but if you guys can think of a better sim- thing that's similar to this nowadays, then yeah, let we us welcome know. the comment. But um, I don't know if anybody really sacrifices meat to, to idols. They might. I'm sure it's out there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they, maybe they do. I'm sure it still exists. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, but alcohol is a little bit different, but you know, some people can drink one drink in moderation. Some people, it's they're trying to stay away from it, so you wouldn't do that in front of them, right? Or right. you know, around them, or talk about it, whatever. And ultimately, I think, I think what Paul's getting at here in chapter eight is we should, we should approach those things and and with an attitude of humility and and of love, right? We shouldn't be arrogant, and we should be looking to um, build up and to love our brothers and sisters, not kind of throw something in their face there. And I think at the heart of that is the gospel. I think the way that we do that is to understand what's been done for us. Um, so I think that's what he's getting here. Uh, the gospel should give us an attitude of humility and grace and of love and not one of arrogance and pride and ego. Yes, definitely. And and so... Um, this- so we're constantly sacrificing, not constantly, but, you know, we we would sacrifice rights that are clearly ours. We could we could yeah. eat the meat. We know it's not going to hurt us, but um, but we need to be 
putting others before us. Absolutely. And we're going to go into that a little more, I think, tomorrow. Cliffhanger in chapter nine. Okay. Ch- so, uh, chapter nine. What's that? <laughs> Paul uh, surrenders his rights. All right. So we'll go a little bit more into that tomorrow. Uh, so that's it. Short chapter today. Um, if you got any questions, concerns, comments, let us know. Uh, go ahead. We got the Facebook group. We'll post it in there. Uh, you can comment there or you can go to theunknowngodcast.com. You can comment on our post there as well. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think what I took away from this is just that we're, we're you know, we're dying to ourselves mm-hmm. for others. We, we, we yes. put, our, put others' needs before our own. Put others' needs before our own. Thank you, Jeff. Humility and grace. <laughs> okay. All right. All right, guys. So that's it for today. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you like it, please let us know. You can give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. We still have some books to give away for the first and best one of the year. We are begging. Unless that's happened already. We record this, <laughs> we record this a day ahead of time. So who but knows? You know what? But you know what? <laughs> we'll, we'll give you one anyway. If you, want, if, if you want a book, let us know. And We got a few extras, and we would covet those reviews. And Yeah. So anyway... All right, guys. Hope you have a wonderful day today, and we'll see you next time. God bless. God bless.